yeah. Hang Time Podcast back again, back in headquarters here in Atlanta after an extended all-star break. And I hate to use the word break, Lang Whitaker, my main man in New York, because apparently everybody of consequence has something wrong with him right now. Kyle Lowry out into the playoffs after right wrist surgery for the Toronto Raptors. Joel Embiid season done. Ben Simmons season done. And then the, the ultimate insult, Kevin Durant gets clobbered by Zaza Pachulia's what was it, his back? His head. No, it wasn't his head, was it? I think if it was so. his head, KD's leg would be, he'd have to get it <laughs> amputated. <laughs> Kevin Durant loses at least, the, what, the next four weeks with a grade 2 MCL sprain in his left knee, out indefinitely for the Warriors. And no sense in wasting our time. Our man Anthony Slater here joining us on the Hang Time Podcast from the Bay Area. Anthony, uh, we just want to know right away. Are you in one piece? You 100%? Everything good with you? Yeah, but I got to see Zaza in about, you know, 45 minutes. So. <laughs> Wear a helmet. <laughs> Wear a helmet. Yeah, right. This Obviously, you can't plan an NBA season. Nothing, you know, injuries can pop up at any point. But could there have been a more devastating blow for this Warriors team than to lose KD the way they did in, in Washington the other night? Uh, more devastating would have been what they initially feared, which, you know, they thought it might have been fractured. Mm-hmm. Tibia, um, you know, it ends up being the bone bruise. Uh, you know, Bob Myers even kind of admitted there was about like a you know 15-minute window or the other night where they thought his season might be done. Uh, mm-hmm. Now they're actually feeling a little fortunate that it happened six weeks before the playoffs because they think it might, you know, it sounds like it could be a – four to six to, you know, depending on how long it lingers, maybe seven, eight week type recovery timetable. And they're so talented with three other all-stars with a core that won 73 games last season that they can finish this season fine. They think they can probably still get the one seed and even, you know, let him begin his recovery starting in the first round, maybe. I mean, you never know how it's going to happen, but they feel like as long as he's back fully healthy by round two, round three, then they might be fortunate. Uh, in a lot of ways, about this injury. Yeah, Anthony, you covered KD in, in OKC, and, and you've been around him for a while and, and been around him when he's been injured before. Have you guys had a chance to talk to him since the injury or been able to kind of gauge his mood since all this went down? Not face-to-face. He, you know, so he comes, it was his like second possession of the game that it happens. There's 10 minutes right. left in the first quarter when he starts limping off into the tunnel. He actually goes right under us because you guys have probably seen the uh, seats in Washington. Yeah. Uh, the media seats kind of are unique there, and you know it was weird. He, you know, he's never had a serious knee issue, and he was walking off in a tunnel holding his knee, and he kept stopping, and he's just like he looked like a guy that had never felt what he was feeling before, and that's when I was like thinking, no, this might be pretty serious, and like he immediately left the arena. He was gone by halftime. His teammates didn't even see him. He was gone getting that you know testing and stuff like that locally, and then now he's flown back to the Bay Area. There's you know, the Warriors are still out here in Chicago right now. Then they go New York, Atlanta. They're on this longer East Coast swing. So he is, he's back in the Bay Area. The only image I've seen of him is one of the local, like, Bay Area news uh, stations had, like, a chopper out there when he landed yesterday. <laughs> yeah. And his security guard was uh, wheelchairing him out on the tarmac, and, and they had, like, an image of that. He had his. Wow. Uh, he, it looked, we were on a NBA TV set last night, Steve Smith and Matt Weiner, myself, and and we were stunned because it looked like he still had his game shorts on. I was like, has he not had a chance to decompress and take a shower? And like, it was like they flew him straight from the hospital. Yeah, um, I think that's just kind of Kevin <laughs> and you know wearing uh, shorts, but 
he, you know, Lang mentioned it earlier. I've been around him when he's injured. He gets kind of depressed a little bit when he's injured. I mean, he's like a dude that you guys know. He loves yeah. basketball. Um, and he, up until, what, he was 26, 27 years old, he'd never had a serious injury in his entire life. Right. The three-foot surgeries with the two setbacks, like, that Thunder season was, like, really – it was just frustrating as a whole for the entire franchise because I don't know if you remember, but pretty much everyone on that oh, roster yeah. got hurt. Westbrook was missing time. They didn't make the playoffs. Uh, and it was obviously one of their seasons where I thought they could maybe win the title. And, uh, you know, Kevin was – that was the season where stuff started to pop out about him, you know, lashing back against the media. Right. And I think a lot of that was just his frustrations that his foot couldn't get right and, uh, he'd never had to just sit and watch NBA basketball, you know, since mm-hmm. he'd been in the NBA. And uh, I think yesterday, apparently, like I said, with, with the whole Myers thing, you know, there was a time that not only did the team think he was done for the season, Kevin thought he was maybe done for the season. Um, mm-hmm. Now I, I think he's uh, in, encouraged by the, the timetable that he can get back, but he's still sitting there, you know, looking at a long recovery when all this entire season has been, uh, I think he's just been kind of waiting for the playoffs to not necessarily prove people wrong. Everyone knows how good he is. I mean, you guys know the type of shots he's taken uh, on a personal level Mm -hmm. every day on social media and uh, just for joining the Warriors. And I think he's just kind of thought once it gets to the playoffs, I'm a, you know, if I just perform, then people will stop talking. Yeah. Well, Anthony, one thing I was, you know, I know that you talked about this this road trip they're on and, and at Chicago and then they're here in New York and then Atlanta and, and then they get, it doesn't get any easier, put it that way. And I know last week Steve Kerr said that it was the most insane portion of a schedule he had ever seen in being around the NBA heading into this stretch and then you lose KD. So how how do you think they handle these next couple of weeks without him? Does How do the rotations change? How do the lineups change? Welcome to the show, Matt Barnes, right? (laughs) An interesting flip-flop the other night with – I think that's when you started to know Durant's injury might be serious when they uh, decided not to get Calderon went with Matt Barnes. I think he's actually going to play on this team, which is crazy, but, you know, they just – they're now thin at the small forward because they relied so much on on Durant. Iguodala, if it's a big game, he'll play. Uh, I think Patrick McCaw, at least for now, is probably going to start. But he's very—you know—he's more of a two-guard that they're going to force into the small forward. When he plays a guy like a Kawhi Leonard, he's not going to be able to guard him. So yeah, Barnes will probably play as far as rotation goes. I—I th- th- I think they want to start resting guys. You know, maybe that'll be a little bit later in the season now. Six of their last seven games are at home. Maybe they'll really rest guys in the last couple weeks. But you know, the weird part of the schedule. I think they're fine. Look, they got to play Chicago tonight, and then Sunday afternoon they have a Knicks game. I don't think they're too worried about this little five-game East Coast swing. It's pretty normal. They've, Steve Kerr, when he's referring to the most insane part of the schedule, is after a five-game East Coast trip, they go from Atlanta, fly all the way back to Oakland, play one game, and then fly again all the way back to Minnesota and then to San Antonio for like yeah. the weirdest back-to-back um, to kind of wrap up this eight games in 13 days. And that back-to-back, uh, is next Saturday night after this weekend. Uh, it's against San Antonio, and that's the only team they're worried about right now because it's the only team that can maybe hop them seating wise. They're three and a half back, and that's a pretty important difference between the one and the two seed out west. It's a difference between playing like a Nuggets team or a Blazers team, and that potentially the Grizzlies or the Thunder in the first round, and then the Rockets yeah. in the second round. Yeah. So they have two back to backs in San Antonio over the next month. I think they're hoping, wanting to separate as much as possible from San Antonio, 
try to you know really get a cushion for that one seat, and then I think they'll start resting guys like pretty regularly. Yeah, Anthony Slater from the Mercury News and the Bay Area News Group joining us right now on the Hang Time Podcast. Anthony, what's the? I saw where Draymond was kind of admitted what you what you mentioned earlier that this was better news than what that everybody initially feared. This is a team that that won seventy three games. Obviously, not the exact same team, but a group core group of guys who won 73 games without Kevin Durant. I would imagine they're not walking around like the sky's falling and the season's over. They've been to the last two NBA finals, have played to the very last day of the season two years in a row. They, they're still confident, right, that whether KD's oh, yeah. in the mix right now or not, they're still the best team in the West. Yeah, they, I mean, they have three All-Stars, which is more than anyone else in the yeah. West now, instead of four. And, look, I mean, you just look at the game the other night. So Durant goes down in the, you know, a couple possessions in, and it was a weird vibe around the team. Like, Wall was playing really quick and fast in, in Washington. And, you know, I think he had, like, nine assists in the first quarter. They The Wizards go up 19 and put up 40 points in the first quarter. And, it, you know, the Warriors looked a little bit shell-shocked. But then they kind of, you know, the realization set in, okay, Durant wasn't coming back. And they came all the way back and took the lead, like, by mid-third quarter. Um, it played really well. They end up losing in this kind of back-and-forth fourth quarter. But, I mean, you could just tell even in that game. I mean, they're fine. Like, Sean Livingston came off the bench, and it, it almost looked like he's like, all right, you know, I've kind of held it back a little this season. Let me give you 14 points. And Iguodala played pretty well. Draymond Green had 14 assists. Steph Curry didn't shoot it well, or else they would have won the other night. He had an open three. They probably would have won the game. Um, they need him to, like, go kind of go back to MVP form, especially, right. like, with the aggressiveness, which, you know, there's no saying he won't. So right. if he can if he can get hot, you know, Clay Thompson hasn't had one of those big games in a while. So all this is, I mean, look, losing Kevin Durant, I actually think it's obviously rough for the offense. I think it's rougher for their defense. They've mm-hmm. led the league in shot blocks this season, and he's been their best shot blocker. Um, and just the way he can switch and the versatility he provides. But offensively, all this does is, is transfer more shots to Steph Curry and Clay Thompson and more playmaking to Draymond Green. And those three guys are very capable of all that. So, I mean, they're going to be favoring pretty much every game they play except for like in San Antonio on back-to-backs. One more question, Anthony. Of all these, you know, we're talking about Curry and Thompson and Draymond and, and Katie. Then there's these the the sort of the role player guys that you've kind of hit on them. You know, McCall and Ian Clark and all these other guys. Like, which of those guys do you think this next couple of weeks is going to have to step up and and kind of help? How about and fill in for for what they're missing from KD? Yeah, so McCaw's the guy that I'm very interested in seeing because uh, they like him and you know he's thin but he's like a super smart player. Iguodala really kind of thinks he's a future Andre Iguodala, which is what he'll say. <laughs> um, he needs to you know add about 25 pounds over the next few years to <laughs> uh, you know have that label. But just I, I I think this will be a good stretch to to see what they really have in him. And then, you know, Iguodala and Livingston, these are the two guys that have, like I said earlier, just kind of been able to take it easy this season. And I don't think Iguodala is about to crank it up and play 34 minutes a game, to, you know, on this closing stretch. But there are going to be games where they need him to, you know, churn it up like he, you know, potentially will have to in the playoffs. I mentioned them playing the Spurs, like McCaw not being able to guard Kawhi Leonard. Like, that's night. those are nights where he may need to come in like two minutes into the game and play, you know, 34, 35 minutes. And, and then maybe that means Kerr rests him in Minnesota on the front end of that back-to-back. But um, those two off the bench. And then, you know, I, I think Draymond Green's playmaking, uh, which the last few years they've used it a bit more because Kevin Durant and, and Draymond's skills kind of overlap a little bit as, like, big men that can rebound and, and 
go up the court. Um, so I think he's kind of, you know, ramped it back. But like I said the other night, when Durant goes out, he comes out and has 14 assists, which was easily a season high. So um, I just think everyone's going to do a little bit more. Curry's going to probably shoot it a bit more. And, you know, if everyone kind of steps up a little bit, and I mean, they're not making up for Kevin Durant, especially on the defensive end, but um, they – they have so they have so much talent on this roster. Yeah, Anthony Slater joining us here on the Hangtime Podcast. You know, I think about where you've been the last let's see, let's say the last eight months. You go from being a beat writer for the Thunder at the Oklahoma and all the drama that comes with KD leaving, Russ staying. Then you 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 back out in your old stomping grounds, your your home stomping grounds in Northern California. The Warriors are obviously the world's greatest reality show if you're a basketball fan. Could you have imagined how much news you'd be covering <laughs> over the last eight months or so with just all that's going on? It, and and we've all been there. You know, you, you cover a beat, you live it, you breathe it, you know, it's, it's, it consumes you. But what a hell of a, a hell of a turn of events from, from KD leaving to Russ saying I'm sticking around to now, you know, another huge shakeup. Um, in this whole story. When, when's the book coming out? Everybody else is writing books. When's yours coming out? I, I need a process of all before I can start putting it in a, in a Word document, right? It's crazy when I like take my mind back to game six of last year's West Finals, um, sitting you know, courtside and uh, the Thunder's up big. Yeah. Uh, they, they controlled that game six, and there was just like a, a – party type mentality in that arena which you know you felt all the way until about the middle of the fourth quarter that you know they're gonna get over the hump there they had just beat the 67 win spurs and they're really gonna do it they're gonna take down the 73 win warriors and uh you felt like they were gonna go to the finals and they were probably gonna be favored in the finals how well they were playing mm-hmm. and it was like this team that had taken so long with kevin durant and russell westbrook they they might get over the hump this year finally um and then just the devastation of Clay Thompson, just you know, waterfalling threes in as, and then they they have the turnovers and that the mood in that arena, and then obviously they go out and lose Game Seven, lose that series, and then there was like you could sense you know a, a building from that organization that all right they're going to come back, they're going to be fine, you know it, it kind of worked well with Billy Donovan and. and year one and then suddenly july 4th obviously the heart gets ripped out yeah. he goes to the team that beat him and then now covering the other side of it <laughs> you know it, that that whole thing i mean is crazy and then getting out there you mentioned with the warriors like talk about a, a team of newsmakers right. uh, draymond green will say anything <laughs> at any time the coach steve kerr will say anything at any time yeah. obviously everyone's following durant it's been crazy just to, to sit back in that same seat that i sat in game six uh, last month and watched Kevin Durant back in that same arena, the guy that I had seen for years, um, just adored in that state, right. then get just, you know, rained booze and cupcake <laughs> chants and stuff like that. Like, it was that moment was just kind of crazy to me. Yeah. Is Westbrook talking to you? Are you guys okay? <laughs> or how's that? He actually gave me a pretty good answer when I was in uh, OKC, uh, which you know, surprised me, but I, I, I think we're on decent terms. His brother right. kind of jokes with me every time I see him, but uh, I'm good with Russ. Hey, I don't score. I don't score 25 a game, so he's not uh, too concerned about me. <laughs> Anthony Slater from the Mercury News, man. Hey, enjoy the road. Enjoy this ride. We'll see you down the road, man. We appreciate you taking some time out of your busy schedule to join us here on the Hang Time Podcast. 
Yeah, I'll see you guys in Atlanta if uh, you, you're down there. No doubt. I'll see no you, doubt about I'll see it. You'll see him in I'll Atlanta, see New, York, New York. Yeah, no on question. Sunday, yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. Appreciate yeah, it, Anthony. Take care, brother. You know what, Lang? That you really do have to look at the the whole breadth of of covering a team like that. He's got the double whammy of covering both sides of it. You know, covering mm-hmm. KD and the Thunder and Russ in Oklahoma City, and then going you know to the Bay Area when KD does. I remember people taking shots at him on social media, like, "Oh, you look at you, Slater. You're just following KD." I mean, it's a it's a three ring circus, of course. In this day and age, but what what an unbelievable turn of events from as as he mentioned that three one lead they had the Thunder had to July fourth, which was you know just a I mean it was a unbelievable reaction of people you know in Oklahoma City to Kevin Durant departing to now this Warrior fans have to feel a little snake bit themselves after being up three one in the finals last year and having it the rug snatched from under them and now this KD injury is. There are a lot of people in their feelings right about now, I think. The KD injury, which happened on 3-1. 3-1, I saw that. It's like, uh, come on, man. I will say that uh, Slater going to, to the West Coast with KD, I, I have been called the Ahmad Rashad to Nick Collison's Michael Jordan. <laughs> but that was by the Oklahoma City Thunder PR director. So <laughs> they don't, I don't know if that's a, a good thing or a bad thing. Yeah. To your point about KD. I don't know if you're the Warriors, like, I, I kind of, as he said, as Anthony said, I mean, I, I wonder if you look at this like, maybe we get him back in time for the playoffs. Yes. And, yeah. you know, maybe maybe the timing isn't, the. it could have been a lot worse. Put it it's that better way. than and, the Steph timing, it's timing of Steph's injury last year, I think. Yeah. You know. And 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 it makes getting the one seed even more important now, because, yes. as he said, you don't want to play the Thunder in the first round. If, like, right now, two sevens, Thunder against whoever, and if I'd rather play a team that is struggling to get into the playoffs, like, yeah, like just whoever it's going to be, Definitely. Portland, Denver, whoever, Sacramento. I'd rather play one of those teams than play the the team that makes it in there pretty um, strongly. Lang, we uh, go from, from one guy who's on top of his game in Anthony Slater to our main man, John Schumann, on his way to the uh, Smart Guy Convention this week in Boston at Sloan, and he's stopping off here with us for the Schumann stat. <laughs> Fellas, what's up? Shoot, what's up? You you not on the train yet to Boston? No, a couple hours. I'll be uh, okay. Right. Ready, ready, ready to get my geek on. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's geek out right quick with the Schumann stat this week. What do you What do you got for us? All right, so we're about three quarters of the way through the season. Played uh, through Wednesday. Played nine hundred and five out of twelve hundred and thirty games. So we're at almost the three quarter point. So the question for you is fairly simple. Mm-hmm. What three teams have already won more games than they did all of last season? Well, Philadelphia's got to be one of them. Correct. Philadelphia has already more than doubled their win total from 10 to 22. Okay. Uh, mm. Come on, Lang. Help me out here. Lakers? Lakers, correct. Yeah. Wow. 17 to 19. Okay. Uh, last one might be tougher. Denver? Nope. Uh, no! Don't tell us. Don't even give us a. Don't give us a hint. Uh, Utah. No, Utah is the closest to being the next team. They're uh, three short, though. They're uh, at thirty-seven, having won went forty and forty-two uh, last uh, year. Man, what about what about Miami? Oh no, they no. were plums. My bad. No. They were playoffs last they year. They were playoff yeah, team last year. I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about the Miami team we saw earlier this season. Excuse me. Um. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh man. Uh Orlando. No. Orlando Orlando stinks. They're uh, <laughs> twenty two and thirty nine. They won thirty five games last year. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, I'm I'm stumped. Come on, Lane. I'm trying to think of a team. It's a Western Conference team. Oh, it is. Okay. All right. Um, Kings. Minnesota. No. No, no. Dang. Minnesota's only four short of their uh, win total from last year, so they could get there. They've been playing Houston. well, actually, lately. Houston, correct. Nice. 41-41 and 41 last year. They're 43-19. Oh, right. and 19. Nice. Most improved team in the league statistically, if you look at uh, point differential uh, per 100 possessions. Mm-hmm. Uh, Houston is most improved. Um, all right, so then the question is, what? how many teams have more losses than they already than they had last <laughs> yeah. year? Well, already? Um, how many already. is it? How many teams That's the question. It? Oh. Oh, how many uh, teams? Uh, yeah. uh, two. No. One. Is it live? One, correct. This Phoenix? Be an easy one. No. Come on, it should be easy. Oh, Brooklyn? No. No, it's got to be somebody that was expected to be. No, it's just somebody who was good last year and is bad That's this year. That's what I'm saying. Somebody who's decent last They're year. They're not bad this year. They're not bad. They were just really, 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 really good State? last year. How about Golden State? Golden State, correct. <laughs> oh. Monday's loss to Washington was uh, was lost number 10. Ruined our dreams. Having yes. Lost, having gone 73-9. and nine. Yeah, ruined Charlotte our dreams. Is close. Yeah, Charlotte right now is uh, twenty six and thirty four. They lost thirty four games last year, so they're struggling. tied. They have the same number of uh, losses. As yeah, they're struggling. I, I, that's a head scratcher. That what's going on? With Golden them. State was the first team to lose more games than they did last year. Yeah, get but it, to, the fun get it thing together, about Warriors. Golden State is that they have a better point differential than they did last year. They are at per hundred possessions, they're plus twelve point five, which is the second best of the last. 40 years. Mm-hmm. Last year, they were plus 11.6. Difference is kind of like in garbage time. They're, they were just a really right. bad garbage time team last year, and this year they're not so awful. So, so this is this is basically what the folks in Boston have to look forward to this weekend at, at Nerd Alert. When, <laughs> when you guys show up and start. This was, no, like, I'm going to go there. I'm going to be like, I'm, some of the stuff that people are going to be talking about is going to be a little over my head. This was fairly simple. It's what? Wins and over your head. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> a little over your head. Yeah, there'll be some ago, research, research papers that, you know, they use, like, calculus and stuff. I don't a, second ago <laughs> when you were, uh, a second ago when you were talking about points per possession and all that stuff, like, in my head, all I heard was stat, 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 stat. <laughs> well, listen. Anyway. You, look, you enjoy Sloan. Tell them anytime they're ready to let uh, the class clowns in. Lang and I'll show up, and uh, never gonna, come one we're time. never going to invite it. Listen, come. we've been begging to show up. They they won't even return our emails or calls. They're like, forget about it. You guys don't have. You couldn't combine our GPAs to get us <laughs> to the, through the door at Sloan. There's no way. Well, anyway, anyway, check out uh, the Twitter for a link to yesterday's article on strength of schedule for the remaining remainder of the season. Yes, good stuff. Good. I saw that. Good stuff. Talks into uh, looks into you know all the teams that are fighting for those last couple playoff spots on each conference and gets into the nitty gritty of you know who they play the rest of the way, how many good teams they play, how many home games they have left, that kind of stuff. Yes, absolutely great, st- great stuff. John Schumann, join us for the Schumann stat as always. Be safe getting to and from Boston for Sloan, and uh, tell all the uh, Geek Squad we say what up. All right, fellas. All right, Shu. Later, later, John. I mean, for once there was one question. That should have been a, a no-brainer for us, and I didn't even think of the Warriors. Yeah, I mean, yes. 
just lets you know where you stand sometimes in the in the grand pecking order of things. Schumann, Schumann makes me sick. He's so freaking smart. It's one of them trick geek questions. <laughs> no question about it. That, look, I'm serious, Lang. We got to find our way into Sloan at some point. And uh, I don't I know if it'll happen, like, but, you know. Do they, like, invite people? to? How does that work? Like, no one's – I've never you heard You got to get behind it. the velvet rope. You got to get, like, the little fancy, you know – Invitation, I think. I don't. I don't know if you can just show up. Like, I don't know if you I can. can go, I, don't, uh, I don't think they take walk-ups. I can go present my uh, three-point contest breakdown. I did it all. Yeah, they're gonna be like, we know Schumann did all the work, so get the hell out of here. Like, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden, I just like. I, I, all, all I know is like, you know, I know when the All-Star Game is. I know when the NBA Finals are, and then <laughs> like two days beforehand, all of a sudden it's a Sloan time, and I'm like, well, no one told me. Like, what calendar is this on? Yeah, we're not. We, we're not on that list. We're not on that. Not. Uh, that private list. Um, maybe one day. Dreams and aspirations, baby. Um, yeah. Did we actually do bra- – have we done bragging rights in the last month? It's been about three weeks, yeah. It's time for bragging rights as the guys put their rep on the line. I'm calling foul on any picks that I made three weeks ago because I don't remember picking any of these games. I, I, did, I did all the Who research yesterday, so yeah. this is, these are true facts. Think you're Jeff Sessions? You can't, you can't forget these things. Beauregard. You have to remember, have to remember the these – Lang is a two-game yeah. lead. These are alternative facts at their finest. Uh, what do we got this week on bragging rights? Starting tomorrow, Friday, Raptors at Wizards, home and home. Wizards just won in Toronto. Mm. I'm going with the Wizards. I like I like the Wizards. That's my new. That's my adopted team now, and they play with an edge that I like. I think Toronto is going to lose that game just because without Lowry, I think it's going to be tough for them. It's going to be tough for. Corey Joseph and uh, DeLon Wright to stop the John Wall, Brandon Jennings freight train at point guard. Um, so I'll take the Wizards in that game. It's two Wiz. And we're going to Saturday. Grizzlies at Rockets. Rockets. Rockets, yeah. Two Rockets. Yes. So remember, yeah. the pivotal game is going to be Monday on TNT, Celtics at Clippers. What? They didn't do the big – we didn't do the big uh, Hawks-Warriors mashup? No. <laughs> wow. <laughs> We did not. <laughs> that was too easy. Uh, I'm going with Boston. I'm taking the Clippers. I'll take the Clippers. I, can you believe Boston didn't do anything at the trade deadline? I was upset by that. I know you were, but apparently it's, they're fine. They beat beat Cleveland last night without Kevin Love. Yeah, I mean without Jazz Smith. Without still, Smith. I don't care. Nobody. I mean, who cares? You get a win is a win, baby. I thought they were impressive. I thought they looked good, um, but I I'll, I'll take a Cleveland. Healthy Cleveland in a series against would, that. Team. You you would take you would take uh, the Westchester County All Stars over Boston right now. Let's uh, ad- let's I admit think, you got a little think, disdain for the for the Celtics right now. I'm I'm disappointed they didn't make a trade or do something to try to compete with the Cavaliers in this year's Eastern Conference. Yeah, I, I like Toronto. This is Toronto backhanded. That's backhanded. Toronto went out. And, Toronto went out and they got. PJ Tucker and they oh, got save it. You acting like you acting like you want the Celtics to win when we both know you really don't. I feel like they should have traded. I, I'm tired of them like hoarding all these picks. Let's just do something. What, what's the, what's the, what's going on here? We gotta get Danny Ainge on the podcast next week so we can find. So he's got some pointed questions for him. The Celtics aren't getting any younger, man. They gotta they, they, let's do it. Let's go all in here. Hurry up! We don't have all time. We don't have Maybe our entire lives to a, wait. This is why I'm not a GM because I'm too impatient. But <laughs> I feel like they've they've had what three four years now. They've been trying to get their superstar and 
hoarding all these picks and I don't know. Maybe 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 they wait till this summer and then it's easier to go get Jimmy Butler or Paul George, but Paul Mills felt like somebody, yeah. Mm, I don't think they can afford him. Oh. But or I mean, if you're the Celtics, do you just keep that Brooklyn pick and draft a guy? I don't know what you do. I, I thought they were gonna make a move at the deadline the night before. I was hearing some serious, you know, rumblings about them getting some done with Indiana for Paul George. Not so not as much chatter at the last minute about Jimmy Butler. Um but right. if if I thought, man, if they could have gotten Paul George, that would have been crazy. Who you know, I don't know. I'm not as upset at them for not doing something as you are, but again, this is this thing goes deeper than the surface with you and the Celtics. I if the Celtics and Hawks match up in the playoffs again this year, <laughs> it could be interesting. I, I'm be very curious to see what your reaction is this time around. Like, because there are some divided loyalties, uh, some guys you've written off since they no longer wear Hawks uniforms. Um, Cleveland's, got, Cleveland's got a Hawks expat in yeah, Kyle it's Corver. Funny to watch the Kyle Corver Horford matchup in the fourth quarter of that game last <laughs> night. You know, so watching the, watching the uh, the Hawks expats go at it, and then Jeff Teague was playing on another channel. So yeah, if, if nothing else, you're consistent, my man. Um, appreciate Anthony Slater taking some time out of his busy schedule to join us. John Schumann is always with the Schumann Stat. Um, check his Twitter out; he'll be going ham. You know, from uh, Nerd Central. Up at Sloan in Boston this weekend, Lang. What what do you got on the on the docket for this weekend? Which which what's going the on? Warriors. The Warriors, Warriors here, locking on in Sunday. on the Warriors. Yeah, um, should be interesting. Go see what they're up to against the Knicks. I, I'm, and I, I would. Anthony said that they uh, they're more concerned with those Spurs games. I'm just going to point this out, man. The Knicks, those Sunday day games are, are trap. <laughs> we talking about all year, man. They, these teams <laughs> come in here, they get in on Saturday, or Friday. I guess the Warriors are going to get in on tonight after they play the Bulls, and uh, and they get a couple days in New York City, and they think, oh, we got a day game on Sunday, and then never really turns out the way teams think it's going to turn out. I'm just going to throw that out there. All right, we shall see. See see if the Garden serves as a a den uh, once again for somebody coming in and, and catch a beating. Um, either way, it'll be interesting. The NBA season never lacks for drama, um, and we will see you for more of that drama right here next week on the Hangtime Podcast. Later. Thanks for listening to the Hangtime Podcast, and be sure to subscribe on iTunes for a new episode every single Thursday this season. And as always, people, remember, say kuna matata.